I am Grant Gustin, and you're listening to The Flash Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the summer season of The Flash Podcast, season 4.5, as season 4 of The Flash has recently wrapped uh, on the CW as a, a, a week ago, and now we're entering the enormous, most excruciating part of the year, which is called the summer hiatus, and as we have to wait all the way till October, most likely, to get the new episode of The Flash as uh, where season 5 uh, 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 you know, arrives in the fall, and... Uh, <laughs> During the se- summer, during the summer season, we're gonna you know just do kind of like some you know focus on the Flash that we don't no- normally get to do like in maybe other media, comics, and you know like or maybe a- you know aspects of the show that we don't talk in depth on the regular um, season of the podcast. So there's, there's I mean, we're gonna be here all summer, and you know it's um, you know some of you will probably love it, some you know, and maybe a few you, you will be like oh Andy's suffocating us, and I'm like yeah probably that you know that's what my par- <laughs> my parents usually say during the summer. So you like I'm I'm used to it, so it's like you know I, it's just it better just it's better to just embrace it than to just you know run away from it. So. And speaking of which, I'm your host, Annie B, as always, and uh, tonight I'm joined by, first of all, one of our regular Flash Podcast uh, crew members, Tatiana Hollander. How are you doing, Tati? I'm doing very well, thank you. Well, thank you for being here. And you, thank and you I, for you, having me. Well, f- thank you for joining me. I, I, I think we're trying to have like a beat, like who can say like, you know, like the big, <laughs> the best Thank you the most times. Yes, and uh, she will be with us for a number, a number of episodes this summer and so on. As uh, our my regular host uh, Andrew, Amy, and Brittany are on on their break zone because they have crazy schedule. Not that I mean, Tad also. I mean, she also has a crazy schedule. I don't think she sleeps either. But you know, she. I do uh, not sleep. I wait. Uh, there, there you go. So, uh, and um, and as you can hear, we have another uh, lovely voice with us tonight, and he was with us for the, the season four A review we did back in December, and he is one of the great people from that hashtag show, and he is Mr. Daniel Jerome. So, Daniel, welcome back to the Flash Podcast. How are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, I, it's an honor. I mean, it's, I mean, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, like, I mean. That, that, it's, we're not that special. I mean, it's, you know, the fact is cool, but it's not like it's not like I guess Coachella. I guess I don't know. I'm just trying. I just try to figure out like what's the next, what's the biggest, coolest thing right now that people like. Oh, well, it's called Baychella one. Oh, and, Baychella. Uh, oh there we B- go. Baychella, whatever. I don't know. Uh, Never been but to it, so. but I, uh, it, I, I, it's cool. I get to hang out and talk about the Flash with people yes. that actually know about it. Come on, what's wrong with that? Nothing's better than that. Oh, is that what people are saying? Except for actually being at Beachella. Being at Beachella would be better than that. (laughs) Well, that's very true. That's very true. Well, I mean, hey, we all can't be uh, lucky in that way all the time. I don't think it's like crazy expensive or something because I like I don't get like why it's such a big deal. I'm like, it's like okay, there's a lot. It's like a musical festival. 
and it's it has a fancy name. What's the big whoop? Oh, they're expensive. Well, they are uh, expensive, expensive and hard to you know they sell out quickly and they're it's you'd have to withstand everyone's bo and the smell of their weed uh, for several days. So, is that is, is Coachella like the Hamilton of festivals? No, hmm. no. Okay, Only in that it's expensive and hard to get into. Yes, in that way, yes. Okay, well, like, so like so like most things in my life, then uh, that's yeah, yeah, that sounds that sounds about right. Uh, but but then we're so, we're happy to have you with us and uh, talk about the Flash because now we we finally finished the entire fourth season, which is actually now on Netflix, y'all. So if you haven't if you've missed any episodes or you want to you know relive the fourth season again, you can head up your Netflix queue and just relive the whole season again. So. For our summer season, we, like I said, we're going to do special coverage or whatever and so on. And uh, but before we do that, we have some some news. So I'm going to first hand it to Tatiana, who's uh, she's because she's the one who spotted us for me. Uh, what um what's going on with some um, some actors for the fifth season of Flash? Uh, there's lots going on with some actors, but one of the things that is going on with them is that Danielle Nicolette and Jessica Parker Kennedy who played Mystery Girl slash Don Allen. I'm sorry, Nora Allen. That's going to take me forever to call her Nora. Um, we're <laughs> both at MCM, which is a London, a London Comic-Con, last, earlier this week, I think. And they had a press panel, because like when they did the actual panel, they couldn't give any spoilers because UK hadn't aired the finale yet. But... When they talk to the press, they actually just talk to them as if, you know, everyone's seen, we all know what happened in the episode. So what I found interesting was the way that Danielle Nicolette spoke about the cast makeup for next season. She said that the Flash would actually have more series regulars who were people of color than white people. And that's only true if they add two. Because right now we have, um, we have obviously Barry, Caitlin, and Harry, uh, and they're gonna add Ralph. You know, we know Ralph is coming oh, back. Yeah. Today. So that, that's four. And then it was only Iris, Joe, and Cisco before. So either jo- Nora and Cecile are are joining. You know. Or Nora and Wally, like Wally comes back, etc. So I don't know. Oh jeez. We'll find out. But I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that at the very least Jessica Parker Kennedy is going to be a regular next season. She she didn't say, but she did answer one question about it, saying like, Oh, I just hope to be in as many episodes as possible. So I'm like, mm, I feel like that means that you are going to be a regular next season. And also yeah. mm-hmm. Danielle Nicolette hinted very strongly that she and Jessica will be in the crossover. So. Ah. Oh yeah, I mean the cro- oh yeah, we we gotta talk about the no we all we already talked about the, the crossover last week I guess so about the uh, but hey now we know that not only will Bam will be in it but uh, Nora as as well as Cecile will be in it. Yeah. Oh, and I have some potential news about the crossover because you know that David Ramsey likes to to say words. Mm-hmm, say lots mm-hmm. of words to lots yeah. of people all the time so when a fan <laughs> asked uh if there was going to be or if they were hoping to have more of the good guys turning into the bad guys and vice versa in alternate earths or timelines in their future david ramsey said well 
watch the crossover that's coming up. And when they were like, do you mean the season six crossover? Because of the Nazis. He was like, no, I mean season seven. Watch out for that. So I guess that means that we'll have more good guys turning into bad guys and vice versa in the Ooh. crossover this year. Well, you know, I mean, I already pitched a perfect idea last year that they should do crimes and again, but hey, nobody listened to me. Let's just do Nazis and then a bad wedding at the end, so why not? Well, maybe they'll do it this year, Andy. Or, or my hope, fingers crossed, is that somehow we wind up in the future and we do the Time Police or the Renegades, which is the rogues, but they work for the government. They work for the government, which is run by Abarthon. Or not Abarthon, but Athon, one of his descendants. So. Oh, jeez. That would definitely be... Good bad guys being the quote unquote good guys. I'm just trying to figure out how this would tie in with them being Gotham City since we're getting Batwoman. And, um, but I mean, I, I guess he didn't say that if the crossover will be entirely paced in Gotham. So, but I don't, it's, it, it would be an interesting transition to see how they would go from having a story in Gotham and then starting to be like, let's go to the future. And uh, unless it's Gotham from the future. Yeah. We don't know. Oh, I don't want that. I I, I want Batwoman to be like from like the present and so on, so that you know, if she if she gets her own spinoff, it's easier to cross yes. that way. Because I yeah. I really think that Batwoman, like you know, should, should she be done well and re- be received well, I think she should get her own show on the CW and you know maybe I don't. I mean, they could just take over for one of the other DC shows that probably doesn't need to be on air anymore. Ha, and, ha, ha, uh, ha, ha. But yes, I do think she should get her own show. Yeah, and uh, okay, so yes, yeah, so more Cecile, more uh, Nora. That's exciting. And uh, Daniel, how do you how do you feel about it? Like, are you excited to see more? I mean, it's more women, which is you know, it's exciting. That's yeah. Well, that's my thing. I, I always like that. Uh, you know, pretty much the marginalized individuals are the ones that I feel that she's spotlighted, and at least they should get more screen time. Uh, when we talk about this season, there's going to be a moment where I was just like. Really? This is what you guys did? Uh, and we just sent somebody away for, you know, being a horrible man, and you guys did this. But you'll see what I'm talking about later. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Bring it on. But also in the, I guess, in the other vein, it's just, wow, uh, Team Flash is getting huge. And they, with that, I'm, I'm thinking, well, there may be a death. Who knows? So, yeah, that's all. Who would they kill, I guess? I mean, we could just kill another uh, Harrison Wells. So. That is well, their favorite thing to do. Could. Yeah, that is. It's like kind of like the go-to now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, why not? I mean, that way we get to keep other, other characters and so on. But I feel like Harrison Wells is the one that quickly runs out of things to, you know, to have, to have been done as a character, in my humble opinion. But, um, but we'll see. We'll see what they will do next this season with the... Whoever they introduce from whatever Earth, but uh, no, but I'm excited for more Nora and more Cecile. I think you know they're lovely characters, and I think that it will be to see how they play into the fifth season, which is being they're they're, they're saying the the theme family a lot. Like they're describing mm-hmm. this season as family, which you know, I, oh, yeah. for me, I want I mean, when I think family with the Flash, I think Flash family, like you know, with all the speedsters, which yeah, I hope to get, but. I don't. I don't remember the last time I got anything with those shows. I'm just saying. I'm probably. It was called Flash Time. That's what what it was. No, Flash Family. No, no I know. We said Enter Flash Time. We got <laughs> Jay and Jesse. So I feel like we could get a little bit more like that. You know, add another one. Well, yeah. So I want. I wanted Wally in it too. I want Bart. I want Max Mercury. I want like you know, just 
Put them all that's in. A, that's a lot of ones. Well, you know what? Like I've been I've, exactly. You gotta pace yourself, Andy. Pace yourself. I, I've been committed to this show for almost five years now. I feel I deserve that. Like me, I like, mm-hmm. screw screw all the viewers. This is what I deserve. <laughs> <laughs> and well, uh, after five years, yeah, I, I guess a lot of fans do feel the same exact way. Where it's like, hey, this is what I want, and I think we deserve by now. We've been here, you know, for a really good first season, second season. Sometimes mediocre third and fourth, and you know people want more. Yeah, so, I mean, so, I get it. and plus we have the hundred episode coming up, so I feel like you know there, there needs to be a big way to kind of celebrate that milestone because unlike unlike Smallville, I don't think these DC shows on the CW will get to two hundred episodes. So like it's like it's now or never. Um, <laughs> But um, but yeah. So but moving on to uh, another piece of news that uh, actually you know it comes from that Hasher show. So hey, Danny, that's us. And so, ah. Yeah. So they're casting a mysterious character for for the fifth season. And so the character named Desmond Paul with two L's. I don't know why, but it it's clearly a cover name because that who 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 named their kid Desmond Paul with two L's. Yeah, that's just, that's just, it's crazy, and it's an open ethnicity role uh, for a man in his forties. And Desmond is a metahuman who, after some weird interaction with dark matter, which may or may not be related to the whole particle accelerator explosion in uh, season one, uh, he's not—he's given not only the ability to have immortality, but also the gift of disabling other metahuman powers. And uh, he blames Menace for everything that's gone wrong in his life. So because of that, he feels that it's his mission to wipe Central City uh, free of them in order to sign his own anguish. And whoever they get for Desmond uh, will be a one-year fractional series regular. And Obviously, they like to hide, you know, who they these characters might actually be from the DC universe, and this character kind of matches the the character of Cicada or Cicada, whatever you want to call him. Uh, it's a debate, I think, free right for now. All. Yeah, free for all. I'm going to call him Cicada because let's not Americanize a name that it's clearly not American, in my opinion. I think I feel like it should be Cicada. Plus, it sounds cooler. And uh, he was a minor. He was a minor Flash villain in um, in Jeff Johns's run uh, back in two thousand one. Uh, he first made his appearance in issues one seventy of Flash Volume Two, and then he got he got his powers when he was struck by a bolt of lightning uh, as he was trying to commit suicide, and um, yeah, he, he he's a. Is it fair to say he's kind of that Cicada is kind of a nutty character because he he has his whole cold thing. He murders his own wife, and he he thinks that him and Wally West, aka that you know the Flash at that time, uh, they are somehow connected because they had the same kind of incident. And uh, and in the comics, he you know like when he absorbs someone's life force, he can live up to a hundred years. So like that's how they do their version of immortality, but. Uh, but but then, what do you think of the possibility of Sakata coming to the Flash for season one? Do you think this would be a good big bad, or do you think this is, this might be, I don't know, like a secondary villain for like whoever is going to be the the big bad? Because it's always interesting when they put out the one year fractional series regular notice in their breakdowns. Yeah, that's wasn't, true. But wasn't that uh-huh. what um what the breakdown said for the Thinker one year fractional series regular? I think it's yeah. just regular. Like, let I me. Mean, I I have the article up from uh, that uh, the Hatcher broke a year ago, uh, and at the end of it, it says regular for season four. Um, oh really? Yeah. Hmm. I it's a, oh, okay. 
Yeah, it's right. the whole fractional. Yeah. yeah. Well, fractional, I guess, is, is that fractional? Is that 13 episodes? No, it doesn't mean 13, not necessarily 13 episodes. I think it, doesn't it usually say, like, uh, no, I never, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, it would just be, like, three-fourths of the season, I think. That's why I thought that that Thinker was, because he wasn't in, like, half the episodes. <laughs> Especially in the back half. Um, well, yeah, that. like, literally, the actor wasn't in half the episodes. So it would have been, you know, even though he was a series regular, he was only in, I don't even know how many, 16 at most. Yeah. No, but then, what do you think? Do you think this could be a good big bad for this the fifth season of The Flash? Uh, well, yes. Yes, I do. I think actually, well, I'm I'm of the whole school of thought of, well, hey, let's stay away from speedsters uh, for a little bit longer. And then mm-hmm. later when you want to forget it, blow your load and bring on a uh, Godspeed. But until then, let's uh, try to see what else we have. But after a while, we don't have too many rogues to deal with. We don't have too many, so it's like, well, what are we going to do? Are we going to bring Gorilla Grodd back? Are we going to do this? Are we going to do that? So let's go ahead and get rid of everyone else that we have left and then bring on Godspeed and let's end the series. <laughs> you want to end what? the series with Godspeed? I, just, I don't know. I'm just like, let's, well, uh, you can bring Reverse Flashback, which would be Yes, great. Reverse Flashback, <laughs> yes. Thank you. But, Thank you. but no, I mean, but... you know, give the whole city, but we don't want to do that whole storyline where we give the whole yeah. city powers. I was not a big fan of uh, Iris with, uh, oh boy. So, uh, yeah, you know. Uh, maybe, I... let's go with that. Okay. I also think <laughs> that Cicada has, has the opportunity to be a good villain. Just because, mostly because of the fact that he hates metahumans. And because I like the, especially if he, in his regular life, you know, is someone with pull, like, in the government or law or anything, that he can try to make metahumans illegal. As opposed, you know, on the one hand, while actually, you know, trying to kill them or suck their life force out or whatever, on the other. Because I think that that would get us to Zari's future from Legends, as well as Nora's future. Where I'm sure that ah, yes. in the comics, the Tornado Twins can't show their powers because they're illegal. And they are actually publicly executed yes. for being metahumans. So if we get that, not the execution, obviously, but working in the idea that you can't be metahumans because of Cicada. And that's what the mistake that she made was, right? She tried to change the future in whatever way. We can discuss that when we're talking about season four. Right. And instead, she's sort of cre- uh, create opened the, up the opportunity for cicada to get rid of metahumans hmm. yeah for me i think that it's um when i started researching this character and so on like i try to think of it like okay because obviously not everything from the from the pa- panels of the comic can sometimes make it to the screen because you know there's there's some things you just leave for the comic and some things you just do simply for live action and the whole cold thing and then he's obsessed with you know the flash and whatnot i mean we we kind of had it with Savitar in a in a, in a way, like not mm-hmm. exactly, but in a way. So I I like the idea that this could be like because ever since they introduced on Legends that in uh, Zari's future that there is this you know anti-meta human administration act, I can feel like there is a reason they're setting this up here 
And it's it's like it does. It's not just something they just throw in there and be like, yeah, it's a potential future. It's like, no, I feel like this has to have a meaning, either in season four of Legends or season, you know, a future season of the Flash. And I feel this would be great because, again, like Daniel said, you know, I think it's good that they're staying away from speedster villains, and mostly because they're other than Godspeed, who again I don't really think is going to be. Jo- jump to the world of live, live, live action even in the final season because I feel the 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 one the one species of villain that matters the most is reverse flash. It's always gonna be Godspeed is just I guess it depends on what they want to do with their version of Godspeed because I guess they could I think I think first of all Godspeed is a very cool name, but I guess they would just do whatever they feel like would fit the story of this you know flash interpretation. So, but with the card, I feel like if they do something like a politician or like some sort of like you know, aren't they? Don't they need a new mayor or something like that right now? Like because uh, the the, the last so. one, yeah. No, no, no. Wait, wait. There was, who needs they, no, her mayor? The mayor is still around. What do you mean? No, the mayor's in jail. Because daddy. Well, no, the fine. old mayor, but they got a new mayor. Remember, they already have her. Oh, yeah. She's the one that just got Barry his job back because Iris's articles. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Thank yeah, you, well. Iris. Bless you. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's ah, good yes. that she now. Now we know she can clear our, you know anyone's name. You know, I, mean, I, I, I thought it was sweet, but saying I'm like, what? When does a maid have time to read a blog? Like I'm, I was just like, I'm sure it was brought to her attention by her. Yeah, exactly. I doubt she was like, let me just Google the thinker on. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, she's like, stop, stop everything. I have to read this blog. I do it all exactly. the time. Exactly. It's like yes. the podcast I love so much. Oh, those kids. <laughs> yeah. I, look, listen, I'm still holding up for the, hope, the, the the day that one day someone on The Flash, like Cisco, is like, I'm listening to this like Flash fan podcast or something like that, and they're like, like obsessed with like the, the things he does in the city. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take that as a shout out to us. You know, deal with it. Um, but no, but Sakata, I think, could be really good if they do something like where he poses as, like, you know, like, I hate many, you know, like, I want to. You know, make the city. You know, I want to make Central City great again, uh, for lack of term. Um, wow, that's that's so wrong in so many ways. Yeah, yeah kind of. Oh, um, Flash, Flash, yeah, Flash writers, please don't don't make any character on your show say that term because we don't. <laughs> let's just not. Uh, but 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 the kind of could really work if they just don't have him being portrayed as a crazy guy who just wants to t- kill metahuman who's like a serial killer like i like I, I mean you can have that aspect but keep something like where he's like he's actually like this is what's going to set up the future that we have seen for zari and then whatever future we have seen for nora because i guess she she comes from t- 2038 and that's four years before where, where we see Zari's timeline where she left and that's when when the act was still in in in, in action i guess so yeah. mm-hmm. This this could be a really good big bad if they again just don't simplify him and just be like oh I want to kill metahumans and then you know we deal like with like a murder mystery every episode and I, I just like they're, they're, and in this way this would also involve like you know if if it has to do with politics and government whatever so this could involve you know Iris if she go, you know when she becomes mm-hmm. a journalist again and so on this could also involve you know how does the police uh, Forrest feel about it. like you know how does Joe and mm-hmm. Barry and so feel about it and like Ravel and so on and, you know, because I'm, I'm sure Ravel will get hired at the CCPD so that he and Barry can be colleagues 
and whatnot. And uh, like, what, you know, what, what does Cisco do? Like, how does, you know, like, what, is, what how does Kanan do? Like, does she want to become a metahuman again now that you know that there's this threat looming over, you know, the existence of metahumans? So, because again, like, I, I don't need, like, you know, the thing it was, you know, we will get into it, you know, I feel like, you know, this was a, you know, a really high concept, very different type of villain. So I feel, keep doing stuff like that. Just like, don't make it simple of like, he just wants to get rid of metahumans because he's, because his butt hurt or something. I don't know. <laughs> and, um, I mean, I guess that's how, it, Daniel, with the errors, like, these villains can sometimes be really petty. It's, it's, like, yeah, it I mean, I think they need that. to find a, 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 a happy balance, like, between, like, there's the super specific, I'm really angry at Barry for this reason, like Reverse right. Flash and Savitar. Um, and then there's, like, the super general, like, I just want to rule the world. Like Zoom and Thinker, and I feel like they need to find they need to marry these into you know a reason that he's after Barry specifically, but a well thought out plan that is more than just and then I will rule that the audience will follow. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like four A with the Thinker, I thought was a nice balance of like, well, we know he wants to enlighten people because his students were too busy watching cat videos to pay attention to his school. Right. Um, but we also know that he's trying to get Barry out of the way, you know? And so, like, that was like, okay, yeah. I see that. Because Barry's in Barry's in the way, and he, I thought, you know, like, well, he must need Barry's powers, or he needs something about Barry to be able to complete his plan. So that works. And then they sort of lost the plot in the second half, and it was just kind of like, mm, I have to do 300 things, and then I will rule. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just, it, it fell apart. It, it yeah. did, it fell apart. And it was like, oh, man, I, I was so happy at first. Like, yeah, you know, the thinker's really going to, give us something that we haven't really got to experience in a while. And then I want to rule. And it was like, Oh yeah. boy. Why, why, so, why yes. So I hope that they have a, a more like a clearer motivation for the, for Cicada. And I know Todd said that what he likes most about the villains is the human side. Right. And that's, and he liked what he liked most about the thinker was his relationship with Marlies, which I agree. I think that was the best part of the thinker was that dynamic with Marlies oh, and how, so yeah, and how we get to see Marlies have that full sort of, like, character development arc. Like, she had one of the best arcs in season four. So, hopefully, they find... And, I mean, I don't think they can do... I don't think they can do Cicada, Cicada killing his wife again, first off, because you already did Cicada with Savitar. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. that's literally Savitar. I killed my wife, and now I need uh, this cult <laughs> to become immortal. So literally... <laughs> The, you already did the storyline, so they have to find something else to do with him. <laughs> I uh, yeah. the, what I was going to add was that I, the only concern I have about this kind of a villain is: can you maintain it for twenty three episodes, or how many? I, I don't know. Well, that's I, I, another thing. They need they what they need is more filler episodes. That's what the Flash needs to do. People say they don't like filler episodes, but filler episodes are great when you are actually developing your characters in them. When you actually have a mini story. Yeah, well, here's what I wish Flash and Arrow and Super and Legends would kind of do in their first half of the season leading up to crossovers is do procedural episodes, do big, you know, villain of the week episodes and so on, and then spend your last 12 episodes of the season, you know, 12 or 13, whatever it is, focusing on this larger threat. Because people mm-hmm. are still going to, I mean, people are still going to tune in at the beginning of the season and so on and still watch throughout the rest of the, of the year, but. Yeah, I feel that Sakata could be a potentially great villain if this is who they're casting for. And I I mean, I have a feeling this, I mean, I can't really think of who else it would be. 
And uh, I feel that, you know, and, you know, even the thing was, you know, he was a minor villain in the comic and they made him to a larger, mm-hmm. you know, name in, in this, in the Arrowverse. So yeah. I, and you know, and I really hope like, like, like they did with this year because Neil Sandler, he's South African, right? Yes, he is South so African. I, so I hope that they do cast another man of color for... Well, he's not a man of color. He's just South African. Yeah, he's just right, right, yes, right, I do right, hope they yeah, cast right. a man of color. <laughs> yeah, exactly, for this role. So, because I think it would be refreshing. And um, hopefully we, we get a... Somewhere we get a female baddie as well and so on. Because, um, you know, women can also be villains. And, I, I think, you know, especially in the DC, there's some really cool ones. So... Yes. Have at it. And, uh, but I think that's everything for the news. And the only thing I want to remind everyone, guys, is that so on Saturday, June 30th, we're going to be doing our, our annual charity event for uh, for, uh, for a great cause uh, on Mixer.com slash DC Podcast. The whole network will be coming together to do a live marathon throughout the whole day to raise money for uh, our organization that we picked this year. So we're going to announce more details very soon hopefully within next week so you guys can you know be aware of what's coming up you know mark your calendars and make sure you can because we love doing these live shows and you know having you guys you know comment in the in the, in the, throughout the live events and just have a good time talking to these tv with us so saturday june 30th stay tuned on that look at all the websites we could particularly go to dcpockets.com to get the uh, the soon announced, you know, schedule and like what we're doing and so on. As we're uh, we're we're working on that, uh, many of us will be involved. So that's exciting. And uh, we have a tea public store for the Easy Pockets Network. So if you want to get some awesome swag for uh, DC stuff like Aeroflash, Supergirl Legends, or Black Lightning, Krypton Titans, and all that, you can click on our uh, on the tea public link in our show notes or on the website. And not only do you support the network, but you also support your great looks because you get to wear you know an, like awesome Bebo t-shirt or you know an awesome Supergirl cap or I don't know there's like there's a lot of cool stuff so to do it but now guys we're gonna jump into our uh, main discussion for this episode uh, for our summer premiere of the Flash Podcast season 4.5 which is an overview of the forces of the Flash which uh, now that we've seen all 23 episodes disclaimer there will be spoilers we we're not gonna be you know picky be like oh if you haven't seen this episode we're not gonna spoil it no we're gonna talk about the whole season as a whole if you haven't seen stuff the season four is at your disposal on Netflix yeah, watch so, it on Netflix and then come back and listen yes yeah so spend twenty just spend twenty three hours watching the whole season and then come back spend see that's a great way to spend a full twenty four hours a day twenty three hours of Flash and then one hour of the Flash podcast there you go it's perfectly there you, you go. don't need, no no food no you don't need to do anything other than just bench but <laughs> wow. I make it sound oh, so I, simple. I, yeah, you do. I don't know if it's the best, but uh, yeah, you probably, do. Uh, probably, it's probably not. So, uh, guys, <laughs> guys, stay in school and be healthy. Uh, so, let's discuss <laughs> season four. Like, let's talk like uh, from like a like a general impression of this season. So, then let's start with you. like, how do you feel this season did um, as a whole from compared to you know last season three, which was you know was mixed recede you know because it was the darkest season of the show well this season um what it did do was um well take away the whole worry of again us having to deal with a speedster villain uh and we well i thought we'd get an option where we didn't have to worry about Ultimately, hey, the best way for Barry to beat someone is by running, but uh, we can't always get what we want. 
But they did a lot in this season. Uh, we did a lot of character development. We introduced new characters. Ralph Dibney is the man. I love him. I'm sorry. I know people may hate me for that. But um, he's, a, he's a great character, and I can't wait to see him become even more fleshed out, possibly meet his wife, because uh, that's when he'll become a upstanding citizen. And, um, oh, well, we also have, you know, uh, what's happening in the future. We were introduced to speed, well, for speed time or flash time. Um, we did a lot in this season, actually. And I didn't have, I, no, sorry. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, sorry, my, it's my connections. If, guys, if it's not like I'm interrupting him, I don't because it's like it goes quiet on my end, so I'm sorry. Uh, finish your fight, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, I'm just saying, I, I enjoyed, uh, it, may, it may be a hot take, but uh, I enjoyed the season. All right, parts that weren't great, but I love it. Well said, well said. Uh, Tanya, how do you feel? How do you feel about season four as a whole? How I so it's it's how I feel in general, not like what I like and then what I dislike, right? I mean, so we, just, we will go into specifics. Uh, right. uh, the good of Madison later. In general, um, I would say it was uneven, but there was some really strong. Um, there were some really strong episodes specifically, and I thought that they did a pretty good job fleshing out certain characters some didn't get as much attention like i would say cisco especially suffered this season but i loved iris being the leader of the team as well as her partnership with barry and then sort of finding a balance in their relationship and in their working relationship um and i liked barry's barry's attitude for the first half of the season i thought was really like I felt like he had he had grown a lot and like that it really felt like his time in the Speed Force had taught him something. Um, I also am glad that we're finally going to get into what should have happened all along, which is that Caitlin and Killer Frost are one and that Killer Frost is like an alternate personality of Caitlin's for real. That she has the ID, which is what it should have always been. And I really, like I said already, I love Marlies. I thought Marlies was such a um, multifaceted character that was given a really uh, great through line for the whole season. There was, I thought, I didn't like Ralph. I don't think that he is a great character because I didn't like the humor that he brought to the show. And I didn't like that he was introduced so strongly on the misogynist side. And they never tackled that. Like, they, they backed away from it once the sexual harassment scandal came out and they wrote him differently after that, but they didn't show how he grew out of that. Instead, he just developed other faults. So um, that did not please me, but I'm glad that by the, I liked the theme of how you can't do it alone. You know, that, that you need everyone, that they're a family. We are, the, I love, I love that the show took, we are the flash with starting with Barry and Iris, but then also they expanded the concept to the family. You know, and as dramatic as people were about that line and that hate that they sent Candace for months and months, it's still the tr it's true. You know, Barry is the Flash, but he can't do it alone. He has to he has to get strength from his wife, from his friends, from his family. You know, literally, he has to have his do his daughter came to help him at the end. You know, even <laughs> if he doesn't know it, those people are there for him. And that's what makes the Flash as powerful as he is. So I like I liked thematically. I thought the season was very strong, but there was lulls because even though they they actually planned out the thinker 
And you could tell that with Savitar, they were flying from the seat of their pants and with Zoom, too. They were just like, mm, we'll just do whatever at this point. We'll just do whatever we have to do. They planned out the thinker, but I think that they planned it out too much. And they didn't give us space for for real filler episodes that actually develop the characters more. And that, like, let the audience breathe from the plot that is just Barry losing for 22 episodes so that he can win in the 23rd. So. Ah, uh, yes. For me, I... Uh, you know, season three was really like I didn't know where I stood with the Flash out of season three because it was such a dark year. Like, I kept saying to myself, you know, okay, it's gonna get you know, you know, they're gonna go back to status quo in season four, whatever. So, but you know, there was still a hesitation of like, but once you kind of have an uneven season, you know, it can sometimes be difficult to come back from that. You know, like a lot of genre shows sometimes don't come back from when they do their first season. Like, you know, Smallville was able to do it because they kind of took a big leap. I mean, literally in their fourth season with Clark, like, you know, beginning to get closer to his group, control this destiny and all that. And Buffy did, you know, like a really strong uh, figure with that too and so on. But, but yeah, with, but with, with this season, I feel like I had a more enjoyable time watching this show. And I, I mean, there was definitely times and episodes where I'm like, what is happening and so on. And I, and, you know, because we, it's 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 been it's been going back and forth, but I feel like this. I mean, I enjoyed this season way more than I did season three. Like I, I I don't think I've gone back to watch a single episode of season three since my last binge watch, which was like last fall, uh, just oh. just for the podcast. So because I just like for me, like even when there's good moments in season three, I'm like I don't want to put up with the constant reminder that you know. Iris is going to quote-unquote die, you know, Savitar wants to do death and so on, and kind of like, you know, and have the headache of time remnants, all that stuff. So that's why I kind of avoided that. But with this season, I feel like I'm going to go back and watch several episodes of, the, of season four of The Flash because it has more enjoyable moments and so on. And while it has some hard edges, um, which I hope hopefully will be worked out in season five one night, like, again, this feels like a show, this feels closer to the show that I fell in love with from the beginning with, uh, you know, more focus on characters and then, you know, kind of trying to do different, like trying to be comic booky, like, you know, because for the last three years, it's always about, he needs to be faster. He needs yeah. to be faster. And even flash comics don't even always do that. They like, they focus on other ways for Barry to be a hero or Wally, whoever is in, uh, in the title. So, so breaking down the more into specific, like, let's start with some of the, like your most, favorite aspect of season four and then we will break down to some of the least favorites so so then what were some of your most enjoyable parts of the season and if, whether it's a character or a storyline or just you know a payoff or anything like that um for me man i guess <sighs> okay well my my favorite i guess moment for the entire season was uh devoe just being honest when DeVoe had the moment where he used all his powers and it became that very, very overused hallway fight scene, I loved it. I really did. When he had to go ahead and dispatch all the Argus agents uh, in the hallway, I mean, I was like, bravo for stealing the trope that goes back to, like, old boy and made popular again in, you know, as far as the nerd world with Moriarty and Sherlock, or then, again, Daredevil. I mean, I just love that scene because he's not, uh, the actor himself is not one that you can see just being very physical or anything like that. But 
they worked out well as far as everything they wanted to do with that scene, and I loved it. It was a great action beat. Oh, yeah, that, that was. I totally time. agree with that. That was an amazing scene. What what, what else were some of your uh, favorite parts of uh, of this season? Like in terms of, you know, what what has been going on? Like, that's on? it. I just like that it, scene. Oh, you know what? One moment, which I had to write down because I loved it. The mechanic where she, uh, the mechanic was so great. I love her turn, um, the acting chops, bravo. And uh, the moment where she turns and says, my husband is dead. He was the Sinker's first victim. That moment for me was like, Oh my god. Yes. Please, let her do anything on this show. I am so glad we have sided up with her. It, it, was, it, it was a great moment. It was a defining moment for the mechanic for me. And um, I, I loved it. I loved it. Delivery, every bit of it was great. You were talking about... Um... You know that you you, know, you did enjoy Ralph quite a lot and so on. You know, despite all that happened and so on. Like, where, like, where, where in the season do you feel like he really got closer to be like becoming like kind of full fledged? Hmm. Ralph, when did Ralph become full fledged? That's a good question. Um, he didn't actually. Dibney did not become what I expected him to become. Um. I want Dibney the master detective. I want Dibney from, like, I, I, I guess, like, Identity Crisis, that whole storyline, but that's not going to happen. But uh, I, I want the master detective Dibney, and I'm not getting it yet. So I can't really say he's made a full turn. But I guess it's because of what he is in the comics is the reason why I love him so much. It's the potential that I love about Dibney. So it's not really what he is now; it's what I know he will become. That's, that's an interesting. That's a, that's a nice way to put it. Like you know, the potential of what can happen, what can, you know, what and what what might what might happen. Um, anything else that you you know that you really want to you know that you want to put a spotlight on that you really enjoyed? Well, when I think about it, ah, uh, hmm. Actually, mm, well, you mentioned the the Killer Frost portion, how pretty much Caitlyn is, like, you know, she's she was pretty much a meta from birth, I guess. Or is it just, like, the split personality thing? But um, I did we like We don't know that. if it's from birth, but when she was a child, we know that she was one, yeah. Yes, exactly. And, uh, well, then there are parts that I didn't like concerning that, but I'll talk about that later. Um, right. I think I think that was it. All right, okay, well, Tatiana, how did, what were some of your uh, favorite parts of the season? <sighs> Let's see. I've, I've got a lot. I've got a lot. Let's see. Starting just from episode, actually in general, I'll say I thought the first three episodes were so strong um, and they had such a nice balance between the like heartwarming family stuff and the emotional, the emotional beats as well as the comedy light heart, more uh, lighthearted themes. And they actually gave us metahumans with fleshed out backstories that we could get attached to. Um, like Becky, who I loved her and her uh, white privileged ass. I love her. Um, <laughs> and, and, and also they let us see different parts of central city, like in episode two, 
where not only did we get to meet um, Sharon Finkel, who has been one of the greatest additions to the season, in my personal opinion, but also we got to see sort of like the Silicon Valley side of Central City, which I really liked. Um, and of course, Barry, Barry coming to his senses because Iris is in danger with some lightning rod stuff. And I'm all about that. So I love that. And that, that field they were in. Perfect. It was beautiful, beautifully shot. So yeah, first three episodes, amazing. They really set the bar for the season, which did not necessarily follow through after that. Um, but that's okay. I also loved, 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 therefore I am the thinker episode where it gave us the backstory on, on DeVoe and Marlies. And it was also oh like, God, I learned that they I were married. That. that was so good. Yeah. That was yeah, such a good it was, one. Yes. Yeah. It was such a great reveal at the end of episode six. So like, you're like, wait a second, because people really thought like she was his assistant, you know? And then we find out that they're partners and we get to see the beginning of that, you know, of the kernel of their idea, right? The moment when yeah. he reached his final cat video. That was amazing. Um, and also I loved all those parallels, which I discussed because I was on that podcast. I told y'all all about the parallels. They were amazing. Okay. The crossover, I had so many problems with the crossover, but it really did come together and it really did feel like a movie, like a, like a movie that brought a lot of our characters, you know, arcs that we weren't expecting from all the different shows. So I thought they did really well with the crossover. And Leo and Ray that were introduced in the Flash episode of the crossover were incredible. Leo Snart, Ray Terrell, I love them. Now an OTP. So they did a great job introducing them. Um, that moment when Barry looks at the picture, like when he's, you know, going to be arrested for murder. And then he looks at the picture of Iris and says, don't run. I cried. I cried. It was amazing. Aww. Really set that bar high for the Trial of Flash, which again, we can talk about Trial of Flash in the other side. But from Trial of Flash, I loved the first Flash time scene where we first see that he can stop time and he talks to Iris. You know, and he's like brings oh, her in yeah. with the speed. That was a beautiful, beautifully shot, beautiful uh, FX by Armin, and one of the few scenes that was really well well written. So I know you did that, Lauren. I know you did that. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> then, um, then I really loved. You know what? I loved Big Sir. Big Sir was the thing that I liked during the Barry in Jail episodes. Uh, I thought he was really sweet. It was nice to see Barry connect with someone on a hu- on such a human level, you know, just really helping someone out as as just like a regular guy. Obviously, he used some of his flash, po- flash powers to help him, but it reminded me of why Barry is such a Hufflepuff hero. So I'm all about that. And then the entirety of Enter Flash Time, the best episode of the season, hands down. Um, it really, like, worked Barry to his limit. We get to see why he is the Flash. Right. Yes. No one else can do it as much as he can. And how he gets strength from Iris because she is his lightning rod. He literally said lightning rod. I love that. I'm dead. <laughs> beautiful. Um, obviously, Iris went back to journalism. It's what I've been screaming at the entire the entire show. Why isn't Iris doing more journalism? Finally, finally, Todd Helving listened to me. So I love I love that her telling him, you know, being the flash is what you do. And and, you know, this is what I do. It's beautiful. Fight the fight, Iris and Marlies, and then we didn't get to see Joe versus the samurai. But I know Joe kicked yeah. ass against the samurai. So that whole, I love that sequence. So like all the like the Kilgore purple that's happening around there, and then her being like, "What? What are you willing to do for your husband?" And then Iris stabbing herself with a katana. I love it. Oh, jeez, so, <laughs> so good. Yes. And then what else happened? What else happened? And then there were no episodes for a while. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, I also, again, 
because I have to talk about it. Iris uh, writing the article about about DeVoe and them realizing that it actually got the city talking and like trying to find him and stuff. I love that because I think that that's the connection that we've always needed on the show is like, how do we connect the people to Barry? You know, what does the flash mean to the city? How does the city react to him in different ways? Uh, also, the Cisco and Cynthia breakup made me want to die, but it was really good. Like that was some of that was some of Carlos's best acting and and Jessica Camacho really brought it. So like if they oh, her yeah. show's been canceled now, if they don't bring her back, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself because they are so good. They're so good together. They, that chemistry is so beautiful. Anyway, it's just on another level. <sighs> and then finally in the finale. Well, no, 22, episode 22, obviously. You already said it. Daniel already said it. But that those first five minutes of episode 22 with Diggle, first off, Diggle as DeVoe was like the second. Yes. Like, <laughs> he was only, he only had it for like 30 seconds. But I was like, yes, David Ramsey's doing so good. And then <laughs> the fact that the switch is because of the music. Oh, God, I love that. Like, oh. I was already, I was already I was laughing. Then also like horrified by what he was doing to the poor Argus people. But also seeing all the different powers in the hallway while Hallelujah, right, is playing. Oh. Or mis- yeah, I was just, I was just laughed, La- laughing and crying and screaming. It was just really great. It was a really great sequence. And of course, ha! Because I'm bringing up again, the Argus Tech was reading Iris's blog, and that's how she sent them the <laughs> just like SOS through Iris's blog. Again, it's not that hard. You should have been doing this all along, guys. Okay, finally, Barry stopping the satellite and the rewind, like Adam Sandler's click. I loved that. Oh, the rewind was so good. And then of course you see the jacket. So, you know, like, you see Iris' jacket, so you know it's Nora. And then Nora comes up at the end, wearing the jacket, and says she's her daughter. That was, like, oh. single-handedly saved the whole season. Thank you, Nora. Thank you, Nora Don Allen. All right, there you go. <laughs> I don't think she took a single breath in that whole <laughs> speak. Oh, no, and, but it was, it was worth it. It was all good. I love <laughs> Thank it. You. She, she made me remember parts that I was like, oh, my gosh, why did I write that down? Why did I say that? Like, yeah, so, okay. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, for me, I one of the things that I enjoyed the most with this season, where while there were some setbacks with it, I loved the, the, world, the extended world building of this show, of going outside the box and kind of, you know, like, fleshing out, like, in terms of, like, showing us new metahuman and so on, in terms of, like, how the world was kind of trying to kind of figure that out, you know, because in that way we see different people from other perspectives. Not all of them want to be super villains or whatever. And uh, so that was really neat, kind of like establishing that, you know, and, you know because look, in the Flash comic, this is what Barry does. He deals with crazy, weird friends all the time. It's not just like the same thing all over and over and over again. Okay. And I, what I also really enjoyed was that there was, you know, we're, we're we, we we got into our fourth season of the show, and that means that you know we you know we spend some time now with these characters, and that means that it's time you know they're they're, they're getting older, they're growing up, and so they're you know because they these were very young adults, and, you know I mean besides Joe, but hey you know, Joe West will never age, it's fine, but you know some of these characters are you know they're like in their still early twenties and whatnot, and now they're getting closer to like really adulthood, so we saw some really good progression with that, like in terms of like how they would solve conflicts, you know there was less. Not as much secret keeping from each other as they usually do because it's a CW. That's just a st- that's just a standard, and I you know and also like with the fact that Barry and I are now married, you know, so that is also a, a huge important 
mature aspect of their lives and whatnot. So it's kind of, I love seeing the the maturity growth of some of these characters. And um, except for Harry, because I don't know, like again, I'm very torn about the whole Harry thing. So I, again, as much as I love the payoff in in the end. I don't know, Harry, I don't know what he was. But I, I, but I love that mo- for most of these characters, they were they were growing. It, it felt like seeing some of them getting, you know, like some of them had their coming-of-age passages and whatnot and so on. Because, not, like, because this year, I feel like Barry was, you know, we le- he left all that angst behind in the speed for it. He, he left that drama behind and kind of felt came out more mature and kind of more confident and um, again at the, the fact that they had to use their mind the kind of like their intelligence rather than just speed to defeat the vote even though the whole the, the conclusion to it kind of had to do a little bit with speed but also <laughs> as well as as well as thinking too and it, that really impressed me because i i really wanted i really wanted to see the season to have the payoff to the fastest men alive versus the fastest mind alive which they in in, in a matter matter of speaking they did and I I love their you know, I feel like some of the, some of their standalone episodes. Yes, I'm not gonna call them filler episodes because I feel filler episodes filler has a very negative charge these days in like in like with with TV audience and so on because they feel like well it has no purpose. Like, well, you know they have purpose. It's just that it has a purpose for a different reason for different stories. So I feel like we had some really good ones this year, especially you know we had Enter Flash Time and you know Run Iris Run and so on. And I hope that they kind of take a page and do My more. Baby. Ep- yeah, you're, you yes. Yes. Just had to say it. The the day that, that that day that poster came out, oh my god, our Twitter our Twitter account was busy. And um so I like I hope they kinda of take some of that and kind of do more standalone episodes in the fifth season because we have most likely a full season. Um unless we're doing I mean I know I I saw somewhere where Stephen Mel had apparently said at a at a convention or something that apparently we're only getting twenty two episodes of air this season. So I don't know what that means for Flash and Supergirl. But they were listed as having 22 episodes this season, yeah, which is weird. But well, I mean, I mean, well, that weird. It's called saving money, uh, but uh, all the why then just cut it from one episode. Anyway, uh, so I love that there was that sort of payoff to the theme of it and whatnot, and, and I love that um even though as confusing as it was sometimes, as crazy as it was, I love that they made the figure something really, really different from. Zoom and Zavatar and Reverse Flash. Like, it was something, you know, yes, he kind of wanted to take over the world and so on, but it was more about, like, he thought he was doing humanity a favor. And he wasn't, but he thought he did. So, and I, yeah, so I feel like, again, growth of characters, even if not all of them has proper stories, whatever, so I still feel like we saw maturity, we saw evolution of them, so they're not the same characters that we saw when. We first watched, started watching the show in season one, so oh, no. like there's you know there's there's been progress, and um, I guess I just just listing off like favorite like moments off the top of my head like I love everything that had to do with Nora like everything she was in because she was so funny or so mysterious and it was always yes. like like you know all four like, she showed up in four single scenes and they were all like just very different but also kind of felt like okay. The, the red thread here is that what like who is she and yes. her her saving her daddy was very sweet although we will get there um about why <laughs> it may have been a bit bad thing um but 
but yeah, you know, it, it's and then it, we've had great character moments too. Uh, like not just from our main character, but like some of our guest characters. One that we, you know, with with uh, with Cynthia, with uh, with her daddy, with uh, with Citizen Cold, who I it's still I'm devastated we're not going to see oh, one oh. Miller in the near future. I mean, we will see what happens, but it's like. I think he's done. I don't. Th- I don't think he like unless he re- do a really cool story that he wants to come back for. I don't think he's coming back at anywhere as Leonard Snart. Renegades. Well, <laughs> but then but it would have to be from Earth One, and that means that it's okay, Commander it would, Cold. It's a different. I mean, it's a, obviously, it's a different man. It's from the 30th century, like 25th century. So, like, it's obviously not still Leonard Snart, but it's literally, it literally looks just like Leonard Snart. Wait, you, wait so you, like think he, you think he just left a piece of his DNA around just like, oh, hey. Or, they, or they just cloned him. I don't know what they did, but it's very clearly. Oh, Len- <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't know his, I don't know his story. I don't know his yeah, life. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, the Renegades exactly. are really cool. I love the Renegades, but I'm just like, because they because the Legends had to come in and be like, hey, we're going to kill him off because screw you flash you know we that's what like that's where it all gets complicated but i but again a lot of great character moments and whatnot and i you know as much as i i was hoping to be able to say you know hey that was a great wedding i didn't so let's go yeah yeah i'm i mean i thought this was the positive part what yeah yeah, i know we're let's transition we're transitioning to you know some of the maybe not so good part of this season. So Daniel, um since <laughs> you wanna kick us off or um you want Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> all right. Here I go. <laughs> all right. So first problem I had was uh Wells and his addiction to the 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 mind cap or whatever. I mean it it feels to me like the addiction of Wells was just like a stupid way to give him a plot for a moment. Uh, like, we've already dealt with addiction when it comes to, like, the Berlanti-verse. And we know that, you know, addiction is a through line or a storyline that happened with Arrow, with Speedy in the comics. But we've already seen that they can't do addiction very well in the Berlanti-verse. So why did we try to introduce it again? Just to throw it away in, like, another episode really quick. Like, I, I didn't get that, and I was displeased by that portion um, I just, eh, it could have been done better. Uh, I wasn't crazy about the uh, pregnancy psychic powers. I wasn't. <laughs> but, but, and then using them as a, like a ticking clock in the uh, like last episode was like, ah, oh, okay. All right, well, you have to give her something to do. So I guess that works out. Um, the thinker, like we said earlier, in 4A, it was like, oh, man, his plan is pretty solid. I like it. In 4B, it was, I want to wipe away technology. And it was like, wait, but the chair you're in and your your pocket universe and every, like, wait, don't do that because this hard. is wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I, I Clearly, clearly I was. I, I, uh, no, you're boy. talking about yeah, I just, those were things I, like, didn't like, and I just, like, I had to say something about it. Um, that was about it. I mean, besides that, I know there's a lot that people hated, but I was like, I'll accept it. I'll accept it, and I'll run with it. And that was it. See what I said? Run with it? Because that's... 
Yeah, uh, I. I got you. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. it, it, puns are allowed. Uh, so, puns are allowed. Good. Good. I'm patting myself on the back. I was proud. <laughs> <laughs> what else? That's no. That's it. That was it. Okay. Uh, well, Taddy, um, do you have? Do you want to re- make us relive the season again? By because I feel like you wrote down every. I no, like I re- did not. I did not write down. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to do my memory okay. recall. All right. Okay. Um, so, so, Taddy, take a take a deep breath. <laughs> No, watch me not. Okay. To begin with, I my general note is first off that I really don't like when they take away from Barry's story in order to, I don't know, give the others some some way to. I don't know. Like you said, the Harry thing because of the addiction, and there's that which was a little bit poorly handled. They've never handled addiction well, and they shouldn't try. Uh, but the other hand of it was like, why is Barry the one, or sorry, why is Harry the one trying to outthink the thinker? Like Barry is a scientist. Barry is smart. There's no reason why Barry couldn't be trying to outthink the thinker. There's no reason why Harry should be over here berating himself for not being smart enough to stop the thinker as if he's the only brain in the team. It doesn't make sense. Um, sure. So I don't like that they take away from, it takes away from Barry, Barry's own, you know, leadership skills, intelligence. You know, I've always felt that, that Star Labs in general takes away from Barry's intelligence. But in this season, I've felt it most acutely because of the Harry and the Thinking Cat plot. So I would nix that, get rid of that, let Barry try to try to handle the thinker. Um, and then the first, the first low point, if we're going to, you know, a journey through was introducing Ralph sexually harassing his client was so nasty uh, and immediately set me up to dislike him. And it was not, they heard it, but it was not acknowledged. And then it was repeated when he says Caitlin's measurements to her. And again, it was like a quiet step and no one actually talked to him about it. And I was like, how is everyone in this room is going to accept him talking to her that way? Cause that's not cool. Um, so that's going to the general point of the way they handled Ralph bothered me. Like the only times they would call him out was so that it could be that Barry is wrong because he's teaching him the wrong way instead of calling him out for when he's truly being disgusting. Um, so, Cause that was just like the humor, but it's not humorous. And I think they realized that around November when news came out about things that are not humorous. Yeah. So, when, when we, when they fired someone, then it was like, yes. Oh, Hey, Hey, that's, <laughs> irresponsible you're like yeah really you're thinking that now yes um i also had high hopes for the girls night out episode which i still enjoyed that episode for the most part i enjoyed it i wasn't i was i didn't have like an issue with like you know hashtag feminism except for you have caitlin (laughs) who left the team instead of getting a cure from julian and cisco because she wanted to find herself and she decided she would find herself with the slave trade she was working for a human trafficker. That is literally what Caitlin was doing for six months. And no one, again, no one acknowledges this, that Caitlin literally engaged in the slave trade. Um, but that's okay, because she was doing it for a cure that Julian was already going to give her for free. So uh, it makes me really mad. It makes me feel bad. But <laughs> I really wish that they had actually had a discussion about that, but they never want to delve into the darker side 
of especially Caitlin's motivations, but in general, they don't want to dig too deep in the darker side of things. And that's in that case, don't put that storyline. Don't make her a metahuman trafficker, make her a drug trafficker. There you go. Problem solved. I just solved it for you. But anyway, also, I love Katie Sackhoff so much, but Amunet's accent has to go. Well, actually, I hope she doesn't come back. I hope <laughs> Amunet doesn't come back. But that accent was atrocious, and it was very difficult to take her scene seriously. All right. Moving on. Moving on to episode six. I really liked Black Bike. She's, as she's going for every episode. Is that what you're doing? Yes. I was going to do that, so I'm, I'm here for it. I have photo tickets. I am here for it. Black Bison. I liked the idea of her, the concept of her, but then they made her like randomly want to be a murderer because she was trying to respect her people, right? Like get her people's yeah. artifacts back. And then at the end, it was Ralph who got them back. And I was like, mmm, that white savior narrative tastes so good. So uh, I didn't like that. I didn't like that. Um, all right, moving on. Crossover, my only, you know, my issue was Nazis. Why you got Nazis in the crossover? But I know that that wasn't, you know, Todd Helding didn't make that choice. So what can I do? Clearly that was from higher up. Also clearly from higher up was the double wedding. But it's a universal level of hate. That's, what I, that's all I needed. <laughs> yes. Oh, I just want to see my heroes as Nazis. This is my, my dream come true. Yeah. Trial of the Flash, like I already intimated, was, I think, the beginning of the unraveling. Just because there was such a great opportunity there to, uh, A, give a good defense. Like, let Cecile do her job. Why mm. did you put Cecile as Barry's lawyer and then not let her do any lawyering. It was so sad. I was so sad watching this. Like, I was like, you couldn't come up with, like, something to say on the stand? Like, I can't lie on the stand, but I also can't tell the truth on the stand, so I'm just gonna do nothing? Come on. And then lie, right? If you have to lie, lie. Please, come up with reasons. Um, oh. So that was really unfortunate. It was a really unfortunate episode that could have been great and then was not at all. Um, I do really... True Colors was also another one. Episode 13, when all the bus metas die. Like, I was excited that Barry was leading the escape of the bus metas, right? He was, like, really, like, being a leader to them, helping them, and then they all get killed by Devo, and we have to have, like, 12 versions of Barry just standing there unable to do anything. Like, you have speed, Barry, please, please. Like, it reminds me, it gives me, like, PTSD flashbacks to Barry not being able to stop Savitar from killing Iris or to stop Wally from being sucked in the Speed Force because he's just standing there, right? Like, if you know it's coming, move before it happens, Barry, please. It's not that hard. Don't wait until it happens and be like, I wasn't fast enough. Start running sooner. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Exactly, right? No, let's try that again. Let's do that again. Come on. Yeah, he's I don't fast, understand. Fast <laughs> so, yeah, alive, the slowest. It, it was the worst. <laughs> and it was really sad because there were so many little moments in the first half of the season where he, like, turns metas around or, you know, he man- he avoids death or, like, he saves people, right? So even if they're oh. in jail, they're, like, better off, like Becky. And then it all goes to, you know, they all die. And so it just erases all the progress in the first half of the season. It made me really sad. And not in the good, sad way, just in the, ugh, sad way. So, um, Disappointment is what I'm yeah, hearing. The disappointment <laughs> way. Also, another disappointment was that we repeated the same Ralph storyline like three times in the back half of the uh, Ralph oh, would yeah. become a coward again. Like, he'd be like, oh, I can't be, I can't be a hero now. And then at the end of the episode, he'd be like, yes, I can. But then the next episode, he'd be like, no, I can't be a hero. And I was like, we just did this. 
I'm having deja vu right now, especially when at the end of episode 14, he decides to step up. He's going to fight DeVoe, right? He's going to fight DeVoe because of Izzy. And it's going to be great. And I was like, okay, I'm, I accept this episode because now he's stepping up to be a hero. And then next episode, he's not there. And they're like, oh, yeah, he's hiding in the basement. And the next episode after that, he literally is hiding in the basement, calling Iris a coward, saying she's not good enough at her job, even though he's the one that won't even leave Star Labs. So I was like, uh... what? Did 14 not happen? What is going on with Ralph? It's like every episode, they would just restart him. Because, I don't know, they loved that arc so much, they wanted to do it for 20, 23 times. I don't know. I don't know. But... They should have not done that. All right. His death. Again, Barry just stands there. Come on, Barry. Get faster. Get faster, Barry. It's not that hard. I don't understand. I don't understand why we have to keep seeing the same scene over and over again. All right. I'm pretty sure okay. that Barry was being held down to the ground by Brainstorm's power. So let's... Uh, yeah, well, well, oh, my God. There's, there were so many. Um, the one like who that almost choked Isn't the Isn't Dominic Brainstorm? Keep talking. I will. I will. I will look it up. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. Either way. So yeah. Maybe. Maybe there was a reason that he was being held down. But I just don't like when we just see his face not doing anything. I was like, you're not even struggling, Mary. Come on. All right. Uh. The I the part I didn't like of the Killer Frost arc. Like I like the idea of like, oh, she's there. But then like, Caitlin just starts doing things to get Killer Frost back, and we never saw why she would want her back in the first place. Like it was just like, yeah. oh, she asked about Katie. And then she left me a note. And so now I'm going to like endanger all my friends constantly and again work with a slave trader in order to oh. get her back. Uh, I was oh. like, mm, why? 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 So <laughs> I don't like that. Um, and then DeVoe, you know, the, that, that battle in DeVoe's mind, I really was expecting Inception to be more Inception-y. So just kind of, like, going around to, like, the places and being like, oh, DeVoe has erased Marley's. was sad, but it wasn't, like, that exciting. And then the Matrix scene of, like, 100 DeVoe's. Uh. I was like, all right. I was like, that's like, cool, but, like, you could have you accepted that. Like, the satellite, Barry's fights against the satellite fights in 22 and 23 looked better and were more exciting to me than the time spent in DeVoe's mind, which was a bummer. Uh, the mind. So there you go. Yes, those are those are all my those are my low points. <laughs> and you're you're still breathing. I'm still breathing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to. Fi- yeah, I'm still trying to find um, which buzzman it was that was able to kind of to keep people down. Because I know there there was one power I know when it was like neon blue, and it would hold them all down. That's why you know Caitlyn lost her powers. That's neon why neon blue holding them down. Okay, okay. Okay. So you know, you know which one I'm talking about. I I remember it. I I mean, I don't remember the context of it because after the first like st- really strong first like four boss matters, they all kind of just meld into one. Like <laughs> I don't know who they are anymore. That is that, that is kind of what happened. And <laughs> for me, what some of the weaker aspects of this season was, I feel like I was so excited for Ralph's introduction because I thought this was going to be a character that could maybe bring, bring some new life into the show and whatnot. But instead, we got in, introduced this version of the character who I I talked to some people and like you know like aside from the obvious reason why he was being written that way, some people were kind of feel like he kind of it feels like they're trying to do Plastic Man as a elongated man. I'm like, mm. what is is he a jerk in the comments? Like, oh, Eddie, he's a big jerk. You wouldn't like him. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so it, I know. Yeah, I, it, it definitely felt like Classic Man. Yeah, yeah. 
and for me, I kind of it it sucks that they like. I mean, we know why. It doesn't it, justify. Like, it, it, it's still. Like, it's not a good reason for why they had to write him like a sexist idiot. But I don't understand where this was an approved idea. And the fact that, like, you, like Tatiana and Daniel said, like, it was never addressed. It was never handled because <laughs> I feel like I feel like Supergirl and Black Lightning are the only shows that will really go into those darker, more serious plots. And in this in this show, people just like they just you know shake their heads you know awkwardly and just you know kind of lean into the into the shadows. So, and I will say this: the only reason why Ralph works is because of Harley Sawyer. I don't think there's any other actor they could have gotten to make this character even remotely likable if it hadn't been for Harley's charm. Because Harley is wonderful. Yes. Yes. And, because we can remember that going to season five and, and let's see how long he sticks with the show. We can remember that there's a side of him, him of his past where he behaved like this. But again, maybe and I think maybe I think you said this, Daniel, on our on our uh, season four A um, episode, which was that when Sue comes in, maybe that's where he becomes, you know, the the you know the the good hearted guy. Yeah, the yeah. that we we look forward to the upright. You know, the man that says, hey, this stuff is wrong, et cetera, et cetera. That's what I was hoping for. I was also hoping for it when he fell in love with the uh, the country artist who died. Uh, I was hoping for that. So, meh. Oh, that was so that was so evil when she like when she got taken over by the Vaux and she turned uh-huh. around with her certain action. She's like, you know, well, I'm going to spend, spend some time with my wife. I, that, I was, I, guy, oh I my god, how could I forget that, that as a low point? Yeah. How yeah. uncool was it that the second that DeVoe turned into, you know, had a woman's body is when they started showing that he was drugging her. It was really weird. I was really uncomfortable with that. Mm. And I was like, mm. No, he did it. He, and then you he, couldn't even want them to kiss because he was drugging her. So. Well, again, I... Oof. That, sorry, that, that that turnaround when she's just like, I'm going to spend some time with my wife. I, that was just... I, I've never seen a certain... Oh, that was people. so... That was so like, oh my. Wow, we really are going here. This is not okay. Yeah, when certain people get evil, that's, that, that, that gets... That, that, their actions get scary. <laughs> because I was like... Yes. Oh, I'm like, why am I so scared right now of, of, of her? Like, this, a girl with a violin? I should not be this afraid. But yet, I am. But... um. I am. Um, I know that Tatiana, you didn't like. I'm gonna play. I thought she was a hoot. I, uh, you know, at least her attempt at a British accent. Is I just better. didn't like her accent. Well, <laughs> well, well. Let me know when when you figure out what accent Lena is trying to do on Supergirl. Because girl, I'm sorry. I love Katie McGrath. I don't like that accent either. Whatever, whatever accent <laughs> it is. Because I mean, like, okay. Let's be real for a second. What is she like? I don't like. It doesn't sound American to me. And like. I don't well, because it's because she's not American and she's not good at doing an American accent. They should just let her have her own, I think, Irish accent. Yeah, just screw it. Especially, it yeah, especially because she was quote unquote adopted, right? Even though I know that he's really, he really is her dad, but like her mom could have been Irish, and then she could have that accent from her mom. Done. Boom. But look how someone just filled the plot hole. That's amazing. Yeah. For, right. For, for, for free, so uh, <laughs> I <laughs> no, but yeah, but I feel like I will say the one I loved, I enjoyed the Finker story as as confusing as it was, as 
up and down as it was. My biggest issue with it, and this is what I've been saying all season. I know guys will you guys will be exhausted of me saying it, but it is a twenty-three episode structure. It takes too long to get to the point. So so like it's like this could have been like one of the best arcs of the show, but now for me it's like it's a good arc, but it's like we have to go you know, it's like you gotta go through a couple episodes before we get to to the end and so on. Because we didn't know what his final plan was gonna be until like the last three episodes of the season. But in a, if this had been thirteen or sixteen episodes, we would have known much sooner. And again, I, I wish the CW would just consider making these shows all I mean, try me, I have issues with it on Supergirl and on Arrow and even on Legends, so guys, it, I'm not just faulting Flash Flash for this. I'm doing it to all of them. Black Lightning was the really only one because they had for an episode, and Tobias well is king. So I mean, yeah, I, I'm, I mean, he, I mean, look, I want to love the finger. Tobias well puts all of these villains that we've had this season to shame. Just saying. Yes, he does. Uh, because crown them for the win. But <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah. So like Tally, I felt like Ralph's other negative side was that, that we kept rebooting his arc every episode, and then. When we get to the episode where he died and we were supposed to care about it, I'm like, in some ways, I was kind of like, I'm okay with this. Like, I love Harley, but I'm sorry. Like, it's like, this was exhausting. And he ruined, like, like, Ralph ruined one of my most anticipated episodes of the whole season, which was Run Iris Run, because I didn't need someone to crap on her for an episode, like, when she got to be a speedster. But ah. yet, but yet we, mm-hmm, we, that's mm-hmm. what we got. And, I, was, I like his apology to her, though. I will say that. I did like his apology at the end. But but I'm tired of ca- these characters apologizing for each, to each other. Just be better. <laughs> like, don't be don't be sorry. Be better. Jesus, this is why I won't I'm have. Just saying, there was also there was like a little bit of chemistry there. I don't know. I feel like I feel like he was trying for something. Don't I don't. Like, oh, I see you. Patty, Patty, I see you. There, there's, there's no shipping of them to them to here. I'm not shipping them. I would never ship them. I'm just saying. No, I feel like he was shipping them. I feel like he was maybe a little bit. It was mm-hmm. like, hey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, one of the things that I was so excited for when they announced that uh, that they were going to do it, that it was such, it was a letdown. Was the Council of Wells, which I've been, mm-hmm. I pictured every season of every, this podcast. Bring Tom Cavanaugh in times sixteen or something, and yet uh, it was both times were such horrendous. Wait, 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 wait! When when you had when you had the 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 German, oh you're dumb dumb, oh you're dumb dumb. You didn't. You the, didn't enjoy the German the one was funny. The German one was funny, and then when he's <laughs> okay. like when he's like, oh yes, Cisco in the box. I put the box in the pocket and I crushed the box. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I, I honestly thought that was great because Kavanaugh, I'm telling you, there was no way every bit of that was scripted. There had to be so oh, no, much no. improv. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I something. think Tom Kavanaugh's improv, improv is great. He's really funny. He has a really great sense of comedy. But I do think that sometimes, because they love him so much, they let his bits go too long. Mm, um, okay, and so I feel like the Castle of Wells could have been a little, you know, condensed. Even though, like <laughs> I said, German Wells can just be... The regular next season, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah, I think. Uh, no, I. Oh yeah, God. yeah, I would love it. Yeah, you would like that. Oh. Yeah, I would like that so much. Oh God, <laughs> I, I'm gonna need. I'm, I'm gonna need to go see Sharon Finkel if that happens. Uh, no, but, but the, 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 the problem with me is that yes, there were there were funny like seconds of of those plots, but as a whole, I feel like they, it was a waste of time. It wasn't what I was hoping. It's a like, 
Okay, so he learned about empathy from a bunch of bully versions of himself. Great. The first time, the first time around, they were barely in the episode. So I'm like, you know what? Don't need this. But they're probably gonna punish me anyway when they end. Just put him in, put in a bunch of councils of Harrison's every se- every season for these two episodes just to punish me. Uh, because again, the Flash TV show is all about what I want, what I need. And <laughs> just kidding. Uh, another f- thing that is still a that has still a nasty taste in my mouth is how they treated Wally. You know, I'm happy that he's on Legend. I'm happy he's having a better time there and so on, and that he's being put to good use. To a degree, I just don't like how they ended it all. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna doubt myself because my girlfriend from another Earth dumped me. Yeah, that was ugly. Through a breakup cube, which is still and it was just strange. It was strange to go from the breakup, which he could have left because of the breakup, but instead to be like, oh, I'm not needed. I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> I was like, wow, oh, yeah, like so you broke up and you're just automatically not needed. Like, that's- uh, yeah. That's a that's a long leap, and you you took it. This is why I this is why I am not not someone who's in a relationship because I I mean one because I'm not wanted, but two also I just know that this is kind of this is the kind of drama I don't want where one of us starts to feel like oh we're not we, you know we we're not good we're not good enough or whatever and so on like you know self love is important even even though I barely know how how, how to execute it well for myself. Um, but <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to... I, I'm, I'm really mean to myself today. I don't, I don't know why. But I... Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's, this is what I do. I mean, I... <laughs> guys, I'm... I'm great. I'm doing well. It's fine. <laughs> I... Um, but, but yeah, I also... But in the end, like, I think those were my biggest issues. Otherwise, otherwise like, I feel like... I think Amy said his best in the finale. Is that I... I think I need to not think... Oh, God, this is going to be a pun because of this theme of the season. I think that when you overthink something with this show, like it takes away the enjoyment. Again, this is a comic book show about a guy who can run really fast. They're talking They're talking animals. Some of them wear pants. I don't know why. And, you know, it's... So it's like we... Like, some things I just need to not question. Because I think... I mean, it's... it's I mean, I... I don't know if it's a cop out or not, but like, for me, like, if I keep questioning everything in a TV show, I'm not gonna be able to enjoy it. Like, if I had done this way, for example, let's say Prison Break, which is one of my all-time favorite shows of all time, uh, I if I pickpocketed, if I nitpicked every single aspect of Michael's plan or these other criminals and how they could even like remotely get away with anything, I would not be able to enjoy the show the way I did. So like a part of me kind of just like okay Andy I'm just gonna stay in my lane suspend suspend my disbelief and just enjoy it because otherwise I I did enjoy the season very much more so than I did season three and um, now before we get to like you know because there you know I I, I know we want to talk about Nora I know we all talk about Nora and like kind of how hi. this survive hi hi Daddy breathe <laughs> this time breathe I so, so, again. I still don't think she took a single breath when she did her like uh, her her bad list. Like she, it went silent. But I don't think she, I never heard a breath. So well, I was breathing while I was thinking. <laughs> were you overthinking it? Well, well, when I was you know trying to recall because the I block out negative things, so it's harder to remember them. <laughs> well, is uh. it, it? Are there any other good or or uh, bad things from the season that you want to bring up before we get to kind of like what where we're going from here? Well, what I was going to, I will say, I thought that they underutilized Joe a lot this season, which I thought was strange. I don't know if Jesse L. Martin had something else going on in his life 
or if they just really decided that they didn't feel like writing for Joe as much. But I hope that that changes next season because I think that the family dynamic of the show is so important. And it will be even more important next season, as we know. So Joe needs to get in on that. And not just scenes with Cecile, even though I do love Joe Seal. They are very cute. But I want to see him have more scenes with Barry, more scenes with Iris. Um, I even liked when they paired him with Caitlin for that episode, for episode 21, I think. So it's, it would be nice to see him sort of, you know, trying out his dad skills on everyone. He is everyone's dad. That's the whole, that's his, his whole purpose is in this whole series. He's everyone's dad. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that was, so that was one thing that I would change. Um, but I will say I loved that we had so much more, we had many more female villains this season and many more just like, you know, female characters in general, obviously, like I think having Cecile around more often was also a plus, even though like Daniel, I was not a huge fan of the extended, um, you know, yeah. Cecile pretend, powers. Cecile pretend you're not having a baby right now. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Mm. I'm just not not a fan of that. Also, oh my goodness, um, uh, are we kind of noticing that Barry, like, it always happens where he's ready to reveal his identity at a moment's notice? Yes. Like, with Amulet Black, it was like, oh, she's like, oh, well, I already know who you are, and he's like, ah, well, okay, fine. Like, no, <laughs> why don't you, like, take it off and do the, the, the face shake thing or something. Like, yeah, and you know, then I don't get it. to do it for the trial. All right. That's fine. Oh, God. <laughs> it's it's, like, it's a little silly. But yeah, yeah in, in general, I just think that they could they could get back a little bit of that heart. I think that losing Wally, and I feel that that was unexpected. I don't think they planned to lose Wally. So, and I think you can tell in the way in how sloppily his exit was written. Mm-hmm. So I, I do think that that had an effect on them as well. I think so. I just, I don't know. I wanted so much more for Flash and Kid Flash, but oh well. I mean, hey, oh I, mean, well. could, I mean, they could just introduce that, that other wallet and maybe then, you know. No, nope. I'm going to uh, kill you. Uh, 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 <laughs> wow. I mean, guys, I mean, I mean, I mean I'm not going to cut that. I, <laughs> I, 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 look, I, just I just party- know if something happens, I did not go over there to hurt him. All right. I'm just saying. Well, I was partially Disclaimer. kidding about bringing I in mean. it because I think if if we ever see the other Wally West, it's probably gonna be on Titans. So, and um, I'm sure I will be I will be blamed for it in some way uh, by everyone because I spoke. Uh, then, well, you, you have... won't be blamed for it because it's not gonna happen. So um, we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> huh, well, <laughs> it's like that. Okay, it uh, is like that. Daniel, do you have any other good or po- bad part you want to bring up before we get into the mystery that is Nora Allen? Um, hmm. Uh, no, no. Actually, I, I, think, I think I'm good. Because I, I was thinking of something, but I'm like, uh, not really. Um, are, are we going to have a moment with predictions or no? Yes, yeah, so that's, that's what we're going into right now. So, oh, well, uh, let's, let's go in. Well, then, okay, so Nora Allen ends the season with that she pretty much... Well, I'm like, Daddy, I screw things up. So, season five, and like, where we go with Nora and so on. So, predictions. Daniel, what are some of your predictions and even hopes for the fifth season? Um, well, before I was going to get to Nora, my, one of my kind of predictions was, do you guys notice that with, uh, with the whole Killer Frost storyline, that instead of bringing Caitlyn's mom back, they chose to introduce us to her dad? Yeah. 
Yep. My thing is, are we going to see him come back and be like an ice, like an ice-based villain later, or no? That's a good question. I mean, I'm just wondering. Uh, it I sounds was like thinking, that may be the case. Yeah, that's definitely a possibility. I was thinking that she would be like investigating her past, and then she would realize that her dad experimented on her, and that's how she got the powers. Or that her dad's an X Men, and she got the X Men <laughs> from him. Yes, um, yes, exactly. <laughs> but but either way, in that case, that maybe the powers, like his, what he had was what killed him and not ALS. Because I feel like they can rework it. You know, she thought her mom was super cold because of her dad. She hates her mom. She idolizes her dad. And then if her dad was the one who actually either experimented on her or was the reason that she had the powers and her mom was covering that up, you know, then she would see her parents in a different light. Aha. There you go. So that's something I was thinking of. Uh, as far as Nora is concerned, I mean, uh, most people have read the comic and it's kind of like, well, okay, are we going to go ahead and paint by numbers or what are we going to do? How are we going to figure out what's going on and, you know, oh, hey, I'm I'm your daughter and that also means that, you know, I'm a tornado twin. Are we going to have the tornado twins or no? Yes. <laughs> yes we are I Just would because, love that yeah cause you know they're gonna get to bark Alan eventually like how could they not oh they better yeah. but listen yeah. if they don't I will riot <laughs> look I didn't get yeah. my stupid wedding I didn't get I didn't get my kid flash and, and the flash the dynamic for at least a season or so on if I don't get a bard I'm out I'm done. No, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I, wa- I will wash Plus, my hands and be like, I will be like, I'm, I'm out. Out if I out. I'm just going to watch Black Lightning. Out if I'm out. No, but I, I think that there's there's a lot of positive ways that they could do it. Like, for example, the reason that we don't see Don, who will either be named Joseph, Henry, or Francis, I'm sure, um, right. could be because Nora accidentally erased him from existence. That and she doesn't get him back. That yes. could be part of the reason why she was like, oh, I messed up. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> um, so it could be something wow. like that, or like something's happened to him. You know, like there's something, there's a reason that we don't see him because, and also of course, cause they want to keep up the suspense, right? They want us yeah. to think that we might not get it when obviously we're going to get it. It could be stuck in the speed force. Yeah. It could be stuck in the speed force. Lots of, I think that there's, there'll be something Don will either be in trouble or will not exist until the end of Nora's arc. Hmm. We don't want to, like, my thing is, I just don't want it where it's like, okay, he's not there, but now he is. Like, right after, we just got rid of her. Like, she's like, okay, everything's great. I'm going back. And then he pops up like, huh? Hey, guys. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel like they, I don't know, I kind of feel, well, I'm about to, like, unload my, you know, age-old sexism theory on you. But I feel like there's a reason why we got Daddy's Little Girl instead of, you know, his son. Uh, the mom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. And also, yeah, no, no, Don might, like, didn't travel because Mom said no, and he's a good boy. Yeah, for sure. He, oh, he follows God. the rules, unlike his sister. 
Yeah, unlike his sister. His sister's like, well, I'm going to save the world. So you sit there and be docile. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But do do you guys have some theories about what her mistake was or or what the dynamic with Iris is? Because it seemed, you know, she was actively avoiding Iris seeing her. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I'm trying to think that somehow what she did may have screwed it up and it, it, it may be the case that she was supposed to already be pregnant and she's not. That's definitely a possibility. That's and I think I think that's the mess up. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, shoot, you're supposed to be pregnant already and you're not. I, what I've done has somehow stopped or messed that up. Could have been whatever she did may have even delayed uh, them being mm-hmm. married and having the children. So it, it could be any of those. And that's really what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. So I think that will be something that we see ultimately. Yes. Where it's like, oh, no, the whole mistake was pretty much, yeah, that's where I made my mistake. Yeah, I think we're going to have like a little like walk back through her different times. And a friend oh, of yeah. mine on withanaccent.com wrote up her theory that she thinks that, and Jessica, this was Jessica, the Mary Berry on Twitter wrote this article, um, and she thinks that there was a fifth time that we didn't see Nora, and that would be getting Barry out of the Speed Force, that she's, like, the reason that Barry got out early, you know? Ooh. Or, like, because Harry gave Cisco the the numbers, but then afterward he was like, you should have double-checked with me or whatever, you know? So I think the reason yeah. that Harry wasn't totally sure of those numbers was because they actually came from Nora. And that's why when he does his little mind thing, he says Nora shouldn't be here. That's where the Nora shouldn't be here line came from, not from Barry. Um, He said that in the finale. So so that would have been the first mistake. Getting And so she thought that that would help, right? She was trying to do something. She's trying to do one thing, but like yeah. trying to make it a minor change, but then it ended up snowballing, right? And so the next time we see her, it's the wedding and Nazis come, which probably didn't happen the first time or else why wouldn't she, you know? Be like, by the way, Nazis are coming. (laughs) Um, I can't can't believe we have a conversation where we're saying Nazis and she's laughing. Um, (laughs) Because it's so ludicrous. Anyway, um, and and I don't know what, you know, what changes are made later. But then by the time, because she thinks that everything's cool beans, right? Until she meets Caitlin and, and Harry in episode 15. And then it's like, you know, face. Um... And then when she, by the time that she meets Cecile and avoids Iris, she's obviously very upset about something that's coming, you know? So it's like, it got worse progressively each time. Hmm. See, I'm trying to figure if I have any fears about how this relates to her. I still keep thinking that it's going to be related to Sakata if it is him that are casting, and as well as the anti-meta-human act from 2042 and so on, because I I just don't know if her mistake is so binding just to her family if it's it's if it's more about maybe the future of their home city yeah i'm sure it will i'm sure that the snowball's got to be big enough it can't just be i'm gonna sit here until you guys have sex enough times that i'm created so i'm sure that there oh, has wow. to be like a larger scale i will sit here i will sit i will sit here i will sit outside right here and you will you know just you know do me <laughs> Do me. Go in there. Go in there. <laughs> please consummate your relationship so I can be born. Please, please go. Go. 
I'm, I'm just right outside. Don't worry about it. Freaking out? Don't worry. I'm already freaking out. Exactly. <laughs> be like, um... I will get the candles. And then Iris is oh, disappearing. And Nora's like, do you know how you've disappointed me? I'm like... Thank you. God. <laughs> oh, gosh. Disclaimer. Nine of three of us are high. So people just people yeah, go. Exactly. Yeah, no. And well, none of us are doctors. So I don't... Yeah. I don't yeah, we... We 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 played ourselves. We 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 talked evil babies the last time we did uh, overall uh, view. Now this time we talked about inappropriate <laughs> behavior from your future child. Okay, from the child, yes, from the child. I was like, excuse me, married people can do this, but yeah, they can. Your child should probably not be, you know, waiting around <laughs> for it to happen. That's the problem. Uh, yeah. That's where the issue uh, starts to come up. Therein lies the problem. Which is why, obviously, that's not going to be the case. I'm sure that it's also created a horrible future for her that I do hope ties back to Cicada because I think that would be the most interesting. You know, that would raise the stakes the most. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to know what they're going to do for the 15 because, you know, like, it's it's always the Flash that is the the one that keeps everything most under wrap before we get to Comic-Con. So by the time... Well, they hate me yeah? because it is, again, Taliana, the Flash is solely about what I want and what I need and how to and how to p- piss me off. So, I <laughs> I think that when well, we get to say, no, go on. I was gonna say, well, you know, some people count it as the best show on the CW, so maybe they kind of, you know, they hold on to stuff. That's true. That is true. I mean, I'm sure by the time we get to San Diego Comic Con, we will know, like, we will have a train. So maybe that's when we can, maybe, you know, we can maybe even do like a season five prediction, you know, a bigger one and so on, kind of because kind of when we get a two minute trailer and we get shots of everyone or kind of indication where everyone is going, it's easier to have a way to kind of be like, okay, here's what's going on. But I think, yeah, I feel the overall, the, the overall point is that I think Nora will be essential this whole season. Like that we said in the beginning of the podcast, she will probably be a full time cast member or like at least you know major recurring and so on. And then I hadn't thought about the idea that maybe she accidentally erased her brother. And although I don't know how she managed to do it by just punching a satellite, but hey, science, I guess. And so, (laughs) (laughs) disclaimer, kids, don't don't hit satellites or your or sibling will be erased. And. I want to shoot that commercial commercial right now, but um, yeah, I again, it's I'm just excited for the for a family feeling for next season and so on because she again, Nora is adorable, and if she has all of Barry and Iris's best qualities, then I think we're in for a treat. Yeah, I, but, I love the actress. Yes, she's wonderful. Oh yeah, no, Jessica Parker. I I will I will still remember her as like Plastic from Smallville, and I, uh. I guess. And that that was rough, but she's grown tremendously. And I know, and, you know, she did Secret Circle. I know she did Black Cells, I think, and whatnot. So I, I you know, it's um, I, she she is a perfect addition to the show. So it will be fun to see what she does next season with the uh, with the Family Flash, I guess. But you guys, you guys, do you have any final thoughts about season four or anything regarding season five before we wrap up the show? Uh, not really. I mean, we know who the villain is now, uh, yeah. or at least you know we've got an idea concerning who yeah. the villain is. Uh, and then beyond that, it's just I guess seeing how it really unravels. I wish yeah. that uh, 
I wish the DeVoe actually was around for a little bit more. That's oh. Amazing. I I really do, but it's a shame that he's not. And I mean, he he's a great actor. And yeah, he was a great. He was a great actor. Oh man, he gave us so much, and it was just like, man, and this is how we we say thank you by saying goodbye just like that. Oh. Well, that's how I, I just like there was no ceremony in his death. I'm and sorry. I'm sorry. Had, he, I'm sorry. He tried to wipe people's minds. I don't. Yeah, think but, he, he, but his death could have been a little bit more, you know, like unplugging was, him. Yeah, I mean, come on. He was. I feel that he was. He was a great villain. So much so that it was like even his his own wife was like, "Yeah, we've got to get rid of him." Like, yeah. come on. That was so good, and that whole turn—it was like I felt so much. The whole, the whole thing where they were in Africa, that whole portion, like, there's yes. so much to him, and it was just like, man, come on! I, it just the way we said goodbye was not enough for me, but mm-hmm. I knew that we had to say goodbye, so it's understandable. But I wanted more. I feel you. Well then, that's going to be our that's our discussion of the Flash season four as a whole, and I uh, hope you guys enjoy. I know I, <laughs> I know I love this discussion because man, <laughs> I don't know what was funnier, Tatiana not breathing or us talking about like Nora being like, guys, have sex now, make me. Yeah, yeah. The the Nora hanging outside the room will now be something that's in my head forever, and is now. <laughs> And then one of the writers is in the podcast, and they're like, hey, that's a funny scene. Let's write it. And now, yeah, disclaimer, right. it would be behind closed doors. She wouldn't actually be watching it. She would just be winning the home, being like, you know, are, they, are they done yet so I can go home? This isn't HBO. Come on. Yeah. Oh, my God. It, the it, would just be, it, it would just be her leaning up against the door like, all right, give me a thumbs up to the <laughs> Really weird. You're like, oh, wait, you shouldn't be. Oh god. The Flash on HBO. Oh my god. I kind of. <laughs> Guys, please make a fan trailer. Like, just like make an animated fan trailer of what, what the Flash would be like on HBO, and then post that. I need to see this because this would be. Oh my god. I would love that. I would love that. <laughs> make yeah, that as soon as possible. Please, like, please, Flash Army, make that a thing. I yeah. will love to see it, and I will find someone who will pay you for it. Because I'm not gonna, do, but I mean, I will find someone. No, <laughs> you, you will, you will find <laughs> someone who will pay them. Yeah, yeah. Nora, Nora, Nora will pay for it. There you go. There she you has, go. She, she has, she has mad credits. But yeah, that's gonna yeah. be, that's gonna be it. Uh, Daniel, please come back anytime you want because this is always a blast and. Where can people find you on social media and uh, tell them about the hashtag show if they, uh, for those who may not be aware of uh, oh. that, uh, that great universe? Well, the hashtag, that hashtag show is uh, one of the funnest uh, channels on YouTube you can actually watch. We cover everything trending in geek pop culture, comic books, television, film, games, board games, video games, card deck building games. You name it, we cover it. Um, so every bit of the genre when it comes to just the nerdosphere is a lot to take in. So with that, we make sure to give you everything in bite-sized pieces. So you're able to take it in, digest it, and share it with your friends. So um, if you want breaking news, come to us. If you want to know about just some other things, still come to us. We'll do all that we can to make sure that we inform you, educate you, and send you on your way. Um, now, as far as me... 
Um, I uh, on social media, I tend to like Instagram a lot more than anything else. So you can find me on Instagram at the most uh, entertaining geek uh, name in in the industry right now, which is Battlestar Galactica. So I love that name. So yeah, that's awesome. Thank you, thank you. I'm also selling t-shirts. Boom, boom. Check out on the Instagram. You'll find it. Uh, so yeah, that's it for me. That's it for you. So got, yeah, guys, the Hatter Show is. Uh, I'm. I'm. Re- I'm. Since you know, last time I wasn't part of it, but you know, since, uh, since this recording, you know, we're. Um, I'm humbled to be part of that. And, you know, Daniel is definitely one of the the great reasons for that uh, because. Uh, we we talk about fun stuff in Slack, and uh, and uh, we we're all nerds, so it's uh, it's good times. So the hashtag show, that hashtag show dot com and subscribe on YouTube because you you will regret it if you don't. Uh, yes. Nora will come and tell you you know subscribe. Uh, I, I will I will wait here until you subscribe. <laughs> oh God, what have we? <laughs> we're, we're we're ruining her, Teddy. Yes. <laughs> where can people find you on social media and your other projects? Uh... Um, I'm Marcella's ear on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Valerie and Perez on Tumblr, and you can find my recaps or like reviews, editorials and whatnot on with my comic book reviews for the flash on the flash and Marvel comics, as well as agents of shield stuff on the Marvel Finally, I have a different podcast where we talk about all the ladies of DC TV and over hiatus. We'll be just talking about women, especially women of color in sci-fi fantasy, more generally speaking. And that is ladies with gumption, which you can find on iTunes or DC TV gumption on Twitter. There you go. And listeners, they can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at, and in fact, I write things for the hashtag show, fan cited. I co-host the Titans podcast as well as the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina podcast over at the Thunderquack Network. So uh, we just released our first episode for Sabrina podcast. So go to sabrinapodcast.com or at Sabrina underscore podcast on Twitter and check that episode out. It's a lot of fun, and I, I'm hoping you guys are excited for Sabrina in in, in the internet because. It's going to be a hoot. So join us as we cover Sabrina over at com, And uh, yeah, just help us grow. And I run the mall port together with Taddy. So we have lovely Marvel stuff. If you're, uh, well, you know, I mean, Marvel is like this indie company that is just starting up. They did, to- they totally yeah. did not have some big blockbuster movie that just made like a $600 billion or something like that. So, you know, like we get to support the Marvel brand. Like they're just starting exactly. up, you know. Like I feel like, you know, they're up, up and coming runners for, you know, great success. So, you know, it's which, yeah. So, you know, check out themarvelport.com for all things Marvel. And, uh, yeah, you guys know all the podcasts by the zone. So we're just going to sh- click on, sh- use your eyes, look in the show notes, and you can find us on social media, on uh, on uh, Apple Podcasts, all, all the things you need to know where, so you can keep up with the podcast and how to support a podcast the best way. But that's going to be it for this week's episode of the Flash Podcast Summer Season. And uh, Daniel, once again, such a blast come back you know i'm gonna make it a goal to have you back again for sometime in the summer and um um if you if you refuse i will just force you and nora will force you <laughs> she will be at record i will sit it right here oh no 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 you're just gonna have a problem keeping me away because i am so ready to come back oh awesome well we look forward to it so um to our listeners thank you so much for listening we'll be back next week with a new episode as we as we wait for october to arrive uh it's been a it's been a long, warm hiatus, but that's just that's just a circle of life. <laughs>
So from all of you on the Flash Circle Podcast of life. of life From all of you on the Flash Podcast, I'm Andy B I'm Tatiana And we'll and see you And he is that And he is that <laughs> <all right. laughs> And he and he is the magnificent Daniel Jerome, and we will see you next time on the Flash Podcast.